everyone welcome back to the starfighter podcast it's your host dom flying solo today to bring you this bad batch episode 10 review honestly it's going to be pretty short and sweet today not a whole lot went on um it was very simple basic episode kind of a side quest type of mission for this episode so not a whole lot went on but doesn't mean that it was a bad episode So we'll get into it. There are some really noteworthy things from this episode that we do want to highlight. But yeah, before we jump in, if you're not already, subscribe to the channel. Leave us that like. Leave us a comment. Let us know your thoughts on this series as a whole. Any Star Wars theories that you have, we want to know about them. And again, we have to thank everyone, all our supporters here on YouTube, our followers or our subscribers for helping us pass our goal of 100 subs we're plugging away slowly but surely with your help so thank you again and please continue to tell your friends and family about us also you can download our podcast free on spotify apple Podcasts. go check it out over there because it really helps us out with that out of the way let's get into it guys the bad batch episode 10 And that was entitled Common Ground. And so, again, it was a pretty basic, simple episode. But let's get into this opening scene. We're here on Raxus. We see the Empire really step into their new role and really show their dominance when it comes to taking over different worlds and implementing new laws for the people. And so that's exactly what we got from this opening scene. We're introduced to Senator Singh of Raxus. And so the Empire wants him to speak on behalf of the people, really kind of rally them together in support of the Empire. But, you know, it's it's really difficult for him because he appears to be a pretty good man. He can't really do that. You know, he he tries for a moment to follow along with what they want him to say And he finally just kind of snaps and he's like, no, this isn't right. The Empire is bad. What they want us to do is wrong. They're corrupt and we can't allow ourselves to, you know, be taken over by them. We have to basically fight. And so now he's starting to rally them, but against the Empire. And this doesn't go on for too long uh, because obviously the Empire doesn't allow it. They end up arresting Senator Singh. That's kind of our opening scene there. Well, back on Mantell, we find the Bad Batch. They're back at Sid's place. Sid gets the call from Senator Singh's droid telling her that, you know, he needs help. We've got this rescue mission. Sid gives this message to the Bad Batch, and she's like, look, this is the job. You know, you got to go and rescue this senator from Raxus. The problem that they run into here is that Hunter has a really difficult time with this, with getting on board, because what's interesting is that Senator Singh actually was a separatist previous to Order 66. And so Raxus and their senator 
were separatists. They followed Dooku and hunters like, I don't help out separatists. Sid reminds them that they are really in debt to her right now and that a job is a job. They need to go along with this. They need to do this job, make this money so that they can pay her off and kind of just be square. So that's how it goes. Well, they finally get on board with it. Hunter's like, okay, whatever. They decide to leave Omega behind because of you know everything that's been going on with our last couple episodes, them being chased. Hunter feels like it's the best decision to leave Omega with Sid. And so that's what happens. Omega's really bummed and pretty much heartbroken about it. She's like, I thought I was a part of the squad too. She's feeling pretty bad. Bad Batch go to Raxus to go on this mission to save Senator Singh. Meanwhile, Sid is kind of talking to Omega. She's kind of thinking like Omega's just like really been given off this, you know, pouty vibe. And also Sid sees her in sort of like a, a helpless, a helpless sense. And Omega's like, I'm not helpless. Funny enough, Omega really proves herself and shows off some more of her skills that she has when it comes to strategy. This happens because Omega sees Sid playing Dejeric, which is the Star Wars version of chess. You know, it's like this holographic chess. And she sees Sid making these wrong moves against some of these other players, these other guys in the cantina and she's like you don't want to do that well Sid's like oh she doesn't know anything you know she's just a kid she goes through with her moves and Sid's whole game plan ends up falling apart Sid's like how did you know that that was going to happen and she's like it's basic strategy and I'm good at strategy and so then Sid's like oh yeah well then what should I do for my next move and Omega just jumps in and she takes control she makes a few moves and starts taking out these other guys' pieces. Sid's pretty much just like blown away. She's like, okay, you know, how about you help me and we'll be in this together. We'll be kind of like partners to make some real money here. Omega's like, okay, well, what's my cut? And Sid's like 30%. And Omega's like, make it 60% and I'm in. We see a couple different sides, you know, really strategic and also kind of a hustler Omega is in this episode. So that was kind of funny to see. I've always thought that the game uh, Dejeric was really cool and, and interesting. I'm also a huge fan of chess, so it's just like futuristic chess. And we were first introduced to this game in A New Hope, so the very first Star Wars film that came out. We see 3PO and Chewie playing it in The Falcon, so a nice call back there. So, all right, getting back to Raxus. The uh, Bad Batch is on this mission. They're going through the city really stealthy actually and now we're seeing a, a little bit different side of them you know they're not just going like all out and and brawling but again more of like a stealthy type mission slowly taking out their opposers something else noteworthy here with this confrontation that they run into you know these fights that they're obviously going to run into with the empire clones is that they're not using regular blaster rounds on them their blasters are set to stun and so this is really great, too, because we're seeing that compassion that the Bad Batch has for their brothers. You know, they understand that it's not really them. They're all kind of brainwashed with this inhibitor chip, and that's what's causing them to make these decisions, to follow these orders in behalf of the Empire. Well, the Bad Batch totally understands 
the big picture. And again, those are their brothers. So they're not going to just take them out. They're going to stun them. Senator Singh is being interrogated and he's about to be tortured by the droid that we see, the interrogation droid that we see in A New Hope. We get introduced to this as well in New Hope when Vader goes to talk to Leia in her prison cell. So again, some more callbacks to A New Hope. Always great to see. So the droid's about to do its thing and they're about to start torturing Senator Singh basically. Well, the Bad Batch swoops in there and they stun the droid. They stun the clones. They just knock out the main like commanding officer and they get Senator Singh out of there. They still have a little bit of ways to go. They need to kind of jump onto this other walker that helps them kind of break away from the battle. And then they end up abandoning that walker too and just totally like losing the Empire, getting back to their ship and of course flying out of there. They make it back over to Mantell. Meanwhile, Omega is just like, I mean, she's like a shark. She's taking everybody's money. Her and Sid are playing uh, Dejeric and just they're wiping the floor with everybody. Hunter, he sees this and he's, he's kind of like a little bit upset because he told Omega that he wanted her to keep a low profile. And there's this crowd, you know, in the cantina that's just like amazed at how good Omega is doing, you know, beating these adults in this game that they've probably been playing a, a whole lot longer than she has. Right. But again, it's important to note this because it's that strategic side that comes out here from Omega that helps us to see really her abilities that stems back to her DNA being a clone and a generation one clone of Django Fett. And then Sid tells Hunter that he needs to go easy on her because actually while they were away, Omega made them so much money that they're able to basically pay off their debt to Sid and Hunter asks Omega, like, did you really do that? And she's like, I wanted to be helpful. Like since I couldn't go on the mission, I wanted to find a way to contribute. And that's exactly what she did. And so now we get kind of this closing scene right here where Hunter turns on the game he says, let's play around. If you win, I'm never going to leave you behind. You can continue to come on all of our missions. And he's like, all right, are you ready? And she's like, are you? <laughs> and so a nice scene to end on right here. I think Hunter Hunter knew like in the back of his head, you know, Omega's going to win. Clearly she, she knows what she's doing and... You know, no one can take her for granted just because of her age. Can't base anything off of that because as a clone, she's very superior in many different ways and just very skilled. We're continuing to see that more and more. And I think that that's really awesome. So that's basically how our episode ends. Again, there's not a whole lot to it. It was a pretty simple episode. It really focused on this side mission here. It wasn't a bad episode. There were still really great things. Still definitely a good episode. I do hope that things pick up next week and going forward. But there's either 16 or 18 episodes. And so, you know, every once in a while, we're going to get these side quests. 
We even got them in Mandalorian to an extent. But what's great is that, you know, the, the story writers don't leave you with just nothing. Like they throw in these little nuggets here and there of, you know, good importance and, and callbacks, Easter eggs here and there. And, and that's great. It does in the end, even those little things, the little things that we can pull away from these episodes will all continue to tie together the overall story and push it forward. And then trying to think of any other theories to close things out here. I do believe that we'll see more from both Cad Bane and Fennec. That'll be really interesting. And, you know, maybe this is a little bit of a a spoiler, but um, I believe I did see some art and like a, a still frame of Boba Fett. I don't know if it's real or not, but the picture that I saw of course, was, you know, made to look like it came from the Bad Batch and Boba Fett didn't have that dent on his helmet. So you may have heard me and Ethan talking about that in one of our previous reviews, but the the rumors were that Cad Bane ends up giving him that dent in his helmet. So mm, maybe we're going to actually run into that in one of our episodes going forward. And that'll be really interesting to see. I think that'd be really great. Uh, just like a, a really great, you know, face off between the two of them, two of the best bounty hunters in the galaxy. So looking forward to that, looking forward to building more on this, like close knit family bond that the bad batch all has and then I want to see more of Crosshair and more of what's going on with Tarkin and the Empire, stuff like that, and seeing how it all plays out. So, yeah, I think that's going to pretty much wrap things up, guys, for the Bad Batch Episode 10 review. We definitely want to hear your thoughts, your theories. Put it all out there in the chat, guys. Let us know about it. Subscribe to the channel if you're not already leave us that like we do appreciate it and check us out on the podcast feed all the links will be in the description i am dom the host and we're signing out here at the starfighter podcast we will see you guys next time